Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me on the Word Podcast. We're continuing our examination in the book of Hebrews, 11th chapter, okay? And we've been seeing that by faith, by faith, by faith, the mighty men, the patriarchs lived. And we've been looking at verse 21 in the last few episodes. It says this, By faith, Jacob, as he was dying, blessed each of the sons of Joseph and worshiped, leaning on the top of the staff. By faith, Joseph, when he was dying, made mention of the exodus of the sons of Israel and gave orders concerning his bones. So we'll uh, look at that a little more later, okay? But right now we're looking at what's being said with Israel and with Jacob. And we've looked at several of the Old Testament passages, and I want to continue with that. As a matter of fact, we're going to jump over uh, to Genesis chapter 49. And he had, uh, Jacob, Israel, had just spoke a blessing over uh, Joseph, remember? Joseph and his children, Manasseh, Ephraim, he had just spoke some things over them, literally declared blessing, and, and told Joseph how he was going to give uh, that Ephraim and Manasseh were as his own children, and they were going to get portions of the inheritance and of the land. Now, verse 1 of chapter 49 is Jacob, again Israel, speaking forth a blessing and speaking forth a prophecy, really, because some of these things aren't blessings, over all of his children. Uh, so we'll look at about half of today and half maybe the next episode. So listen to this. Genesis 49, verse 1. Then Jacob summoned his sons and said, Assemble yourselves, that I may tell you what will befall you in the days to come. So Jacob is at the end of his life. He knows he's dying. And now he's assembling them. And he says, I'm going to tell you what's going to come at the end of the days. It says, before you in the days to come. But that phrase also can mean literally at the end of the days. That is interesting because this, in all likelihood, what he's going to be saying here will have a near application in their current life, but also <coughs> will have an application perhaps further down the road. So verse 2, he continues, Gather together and hear, O sons of Jacob, and listen to Israel, your father. So here's a place where Jacob Israel himself is using both terms for himself. And then he starts speaking to the son, and he does so in birth order, beginning with the oldest. Verse 3, Reuben, you are my firstborn, my might and the beginning of my strength preeminent in dignity and preeminent in power. Well, don't you know when he's saying this? And remember, he's on his deathbed. As a matter of fact, we're going to see that after he gets finished doing this, the scripture says that he drew his feet up into the bed and he breathed his last. So he's right at the end of his days. And so he's telling Reuben, you are my might. You're the beginning of my strength. In other words, you were the first one, first son I had, preeminent in dignity preeminent in power. In other words, above all of them, because he's the firstborn, above all the other sons. But then verse four, uncontrolled as water, you shall not have preeminence because you went up to your father's bed. Then you defiled it 
he went up to my couch. And you can find this account in the scripture. Reuben actually uh, went and laid with one of Israel's concubines, had his way with her. And it's interesting, he uses this phrase, uncontrolled as water. Uh, Reuben did not know how to control his own stream. That's how the scripture describes such things in other portions. So he literally said that you're preeminent dignity, preeminent power, but you shall not have preeminence. You shall not. Because he went up to his father's bed and you defiled the father's bed, you went up to my couch. Then verse five, Simeon and Levi are brothers. Their swords are implements of violence. Their swords are implements of violence? What is that all about? Hmm? Anybody know? <laughs> These two have actually taken revenge upon an entire city because of what uh, a man had done to their sister Dinah. Now, what he had done to her was horrific, but they feigned a covenant relationship, actually got all the men in the city to be circumcised. And they had told the men in the city that they had to be circumcised because this one who had pressed himself upon their sister Dinah was actually the son of the leader of that city. And uh, he wanted to marry her. And they, and they said, no, you can't do that. You're all uncircumcised. So they talked him into uh, undergoing circumcision. And while they were recovering, while they could not fight, they came in and killed every one of the men. They killed them all in, uh, in avenging what had happened to their daughter. Listen to what Jacob Israel says about this. Their instruments are, our swords are in, implements of violence. Let my soul not enter into their counsel. Let not my glory be united with their assembly. Because in their anger, they slew men. And in their self-will, they lamed oxen. So they lamed the oxen. They killed these men. And it was all selfishly oriented. It wasn't the righteous avenge or revenge of the Lord. <clears throat> Israel continues, verse 7. Cursed be their anger, for it is fierce, and their wrath, for it is cruel. I will disperse them in Jacob and scatter them in Israel. And that's sort of interesting. Now, remember who this is, Simeon and Levi. You've heard of the Levites? The Levites? <laughs> well, you know, the ones that were the priests? This is their lineage. This is their lineage. And when you look at the uh, Mosaic law and Levitical law, you find out that the Levites did not have a land inheritance in the traditional sense that all the brothers did. They had certain properties that they could farm, that they could live in and stuff like that. And they were to be provided for by the people. But they did not have an inheritance in the same sense. Simeon actually wound up being in the southern kingdom with Judah and Benjamin and was exactly done to it what it says right here. They were absorbed. Okay? They, they were dispersed in Jacob and scattered in Israel. They were absorbed and were not viewed as a separate tribe anymore. So the southern kingdom... When you speak of it, we think of Judah and Benjamin without even thinking that Simeon used to be there, but was just absorbed in the land. And so with these first three sons right here, that Israel is speaking forth this prophetic thing, he starts off and declares, hey, you know, Reuben, you did great. You're my firstborn. You're preeminent dignity and power, but you were uncontrolled. Literally the idea that your streams went where they should not have been. You defiled your father's bed. 
Simeon and Levi, your brothers, they had swords, but their swords are implements of violence. And he said, you know what? My soul is not going to enter into council, their council. And I'm not going to let my glory be united with their assembly because of what they did. They murdered in anger. They murdered men. So he says, cursed be their anger, for it is fierce, and their wrath, for it is cruel. See, this wasn't an anger of God. This wasn't a wrath of God. This was the anger of the flesh and the wrath and the cruelty of man. And he says, because of this, I will disperse them in Jacob and scatter them in Israel. Sort of interesting because Israel's about to die. Why is he saying, I will do this? Are they actually going to adhere to this? Is this like a decision they have to make? Well, he's speaking prophetically. And the word of the Lord is speaking through him, letting each one of these sons know exactly what's going to happen then. This was not only the word of Israel. This was the word of the Lord. Well, my time's up. Again, I'm Dale. We'll continue with these in the next episode. I'll see you then.